Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host. Hey, you guys doing? Doing all right. I mean, first week of football, it was a great week. Uh, I, it was a great week. Yeah, I think all the uh, all the games are pretty good. Uh, at least most of them. We'll get, we'll get to all of them, so don't worry. But good week of football. It was nice to sit on the couch with homework next to me. And halfway, about like 5 p.m., I looked at it, and I was still on the first page. Mm-hmm. And not a thing written down. I literally had on my notebook on the top, review. And that's all I had on it. No review was had. So, so I, I just love the feeling of having... Like the it was Sunday and Monday night. I had the game on, just low volume, doing my work. Mm-hmm. It's like not quite background noise, but not like full attention on. And just having that on is like it's it makes your night so much better. Yeah. Also, and- Sunday was my last COVID day at home, so I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna stay for the one o'clock games, and then things just kept happening. Like my yeah, game wrapped leave. up, and then it was like. A last minute field goal and then overtime and then another overtime and then like we'll get to those games but it was it was chaos the witching hour on red zone which normally is like the you know they say the witching hour and most weeks like there's good things that happen during it but this it's like a game or two usually this is the the, the witching hour was out this week all of a sudden it was going from there to there to there all across the country just showing all these overtime games game winning field goals game missing field goals um all sorts of drama, but the most important thing about Sunday was that the wise picks started out strong. We made money. Oh, we made money. Baby. And we told you guys, like, if you weren't betting with us, it's your own fault. Cause we told you at the beginning of the season, we said, look what we picked last year. We picked the Rams, both of us, they won. That was for our futures. If you listen to the podcast, you know that we hit our picks. We know what we're talking about here. No, so I think I think the wise parlay hit two or three times last year, like all the meaning six and zero. Oh, and now did first not waste week any back. time. No, didn't, didn't waste, waste any no, time. Didn't waste any time getting back. So let's review what we had, and we'll start off with the Vikings versus the Packers. Chris was on this since day one. Uh, the Packers looked lost. So this I remember when I said like the Packers have had a couple week ga- week one games like this mm-hmm. where they show up and they just look terrible. And this is it. Again, like, this is, I want to re- overreact to a lot of stuff. I'm not going to overreact to this one. I Neither am I. It, it's a worse Packers offense, but give them a little bit of time. I think the Vikings, though, the Vikings might be good this year. I, I think they, I think they are. I think they're like all, so basically all offseason, they're like, Justin Jefferson is going to fit right into this Cooper Cup role. And then a little bit before the season, I heard a little bit of pushback on some of the pods I listened to. Like, hey, like, how do we know he's just going to slide into this Cooper Cup role? You know what he did? He slid right into that Cooper Cup role. Well, even like even if he doesn't slide into the Cooper Cup role, he was still like the second best receiver last year production wise. Maybe third. And he's oh, gonna, it's like he's going to be even if he doesn't elevate year. himself. He's still one of the best receivers in the game. Yep. And he the, torched the Packers. Yeah, he completely he took the team on his back. Uh. He had nine catches. No one else even had four. Uh, two touchdowns, almost 200 yards. He he really did did everything for this team. And what was nice is that, I mean, not nice, but which is cool, is that there would be plays where it's like, why is he open? 
Like, why is he left wide open? Like, no shit he's going to run for a touchdown right now. Yeah. Why is he wide open? So, I think the Vikings are be they're going to be scary. And they're, at, at worst, they're going to be a team that you don't want to see. Oh, no. Okay. They're, they're going to mess up like some playoffs. Like, week to week moves. and yeah. in the playoffs, possibly. Yeah. So They're going to be a team that you just worry about. And I really did not have any faith in this defense. but And as we just said, bad park, Packers offense. They did this last year. They should be back. One, and I think, honestly, it's going to sound a little funny, but a big piece was missing in Alan Lazard. It's the only guy Rodgers yeah. trusts. So the fact that he wasn't out there is a big uh, – that was huge for them, where he now doesn't trust any of these guys. In front of and, and Bakhtiari's out. Yep. So his his best offensive lineman. Uh, this report said he could miss the Bears game. That's next week, which means he'll probably be back soon. Uh, it might be. Yeah, I think it's this. Is it the Sunday night game? Yeah, I think so. It's brutal. Yeah, it really but, is. <laughs> but uh, the Zadarius Smith stuff too. I kind of forgot that he was even on the Vikings. Yeah, I, I, I honestly like, had no that idea. was a revenge game for him. Yeah, I, I guess had so. No clue. Jordan, I was looking at their defense right now. Jordan Hicks is on that team. Didn't realize there's a lot of old heads on this defense. No, I mean, and it's funny because Pete's it, still there. Harrison always, Smith's getting up there. You always just think about the the three people: the Neil Hunter, Harrison Smith, and Eric Kendricks, because they've been there for like ten years. Yeah. So that's really who I thought was just like the big. The fact that Anthony Barr isn't still there is shocking. Yeah. And Linval Joseph. I feel like those guys were just going to be on the... You know, Linval Joseph is a free agent, actually. Is he really? And I, right now? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the why why they don't have him is because of DJ Wanham, South Carolina alum. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we got a sack. Um, <laughs> I think everyone got a sack. Yeah, no. One, two, three, four. Four sacks. Oh, I guess that's not that yeah, many. It's, but... it's pretty good, though. Uh, against Rodgers, too. That's pretty good. So, mm-hmm. anyways, I think, and the fact that they didn't get to use their rushing attack because they were down by so much, I think that helped the Packers. I mean, helped the Vikings too because mm-hmm. I think the Packers this year, if it's not going to be, uh, if it's not going to be Rodgers slinging the ball all the time, it's just going to be these two running backs that are both. Amazing. Well, and I think that their best receivers are Dylan and Jones. Yes, they are, or at least the guys that he trusts the most. Yeah, like Aaron Jones is probably one. Guys, you trust Dylan. the most throwing to, mm-hmm. and then Dylan, yeah. Which I, I mean, you look I at these names of guys that are catching passes, and it's it's tough. Oh, Romeo I mean, Randall Cobb, he likes, but like, Jesus, talk about an old head. Yeah, Sammy Watkins, uh, Christian Watson. I don't know who that guy is, but he had a major drop pass like right at the beginning, and mm-hmm. ever since then, I was like, oh, yeah, Rogers isn't throwing to him again. Yeah, I was like, he's not getting another catch. Um, yeah, I mean, but they have, they have some guys that they, that they need to play, so they'll be fine, I think, the Packers. Um, Mm -hmm. all right, next up, Ravens minus six and a half. What a classic, I mean, Ravens week one. (laughs) No, classic Ravens week one. Uh, Joe threw it 59 times. I don't know how you even go into a game plan thinking my quarterback's going to throw it 60 times and my quarterback's Joe Flacco. Has he been number 19 since he's been on the Jets? So he's been on the Jets that. twice. Right, because he played that game against the Pats time, that he almost won. Yeah, and the second time, Matt White had number five. Oh, okay. So he got I 19. See. And I guess, I don't know where Matt White is now, but I guess he just stuck with 19. 
Uh, Mike, Not so a good look. Brees Hall, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a quarterback wear 19. Yeah, no, it's never a good look. Johnny United. the eye test. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. I think he's like the only good one. Uh, <laughs> the eye test, he didn't pass. No, he I'll definitely didn't pass. Um, so, it, I mean, I guess the, the, the Jets did fine for what they had. They, I, I want to see them with uh, the MILF Hunter. Yeah. I got to see him with him. So, uh, and again, with the... With, with the Ravens, I mean, not much to say against this game. Like, what are you gonna like? What do you want us to? Give yeah, props? I mean, they took care of business. Yeah, and like, what do you want us to look give you great, props? But yeah, you know, score twenty four against come the Jets. in and right, yeah. All right, but they covered. That's all that matters. Next up, oh, juicy one, the Colts Texans. This actually turned into a sweat late yeah. in the game. Yeah. They were up twenty to three, and then all of a sudden. It was 2010, and it was 2017, and then it was going to overtime. And, like, obviously, when it goes to overtime, it's it's an automatic cover because they're not going to get the extra point. But if the Colts were to score a touchdown at the end of that game, they, uh, it could have pushed. But my takeaway from this is, like, I don't. my opinion hasn't changed on either of these teams, to be honest. Like, I think it was a divisional game that was weird. I don't think the Colts are that good. I think they deserve to lose for the way they treated Carson Wentz. I think the Texans are not atrocious. They're going to beat some teams. Like some decent teams, maybe. They're going to be a little frisky. But, I don't know. I mean, the Colts play games like this a lot, where they just look terrible. No, and it's... This is like a a weird thing with the Colts, where it's like week one and week 17, they can never take care of business. And those are not the weeks you want to be not taking care of business. So, and they kind of they like fell back into a tie. Yeah, like they got they were lucky to be in that game at all. Yeah, they were. Yeah, because the the freaking Texans were they were I mean twenty nothing. The fact that they couldn't score a single point in the fourth quarter was pretty upset. Can't score a single. It's tough point. that they that they couldn't close that game out. No, they really should have. I I'm glad there's a tie out there. I really wanted it to be the yep. Steelers. They deserve one every year. That, uh, it's such a tie tie team. Yeah, no, they'll, they'll, I'm I'm surprised they they're not gonna tie everybody, but yeah, uh, this Colts team, I don't know, I don't see any hype there or why. When you look at the numbers in this game for the Colts, it's, it's embarrassing that they didn't win. It's insane. Like, 350 yards through the air. Jonathan Taylor ran 30 times for 160 yards, and, and they Michael tied Pittman, the Texans. Yeah, and Michael Pittman had 121 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty tough luck. The Juice uh, yeah, caught also, three touchdowns. Who? Juice, OJ, did you know oh, he's yeah, on the Texans? Yeah, I did. So I actually did, and when he caught it, I was like, I forgot he was on the Texans at first, and then, I, then he got two, and I was mm-hmm. like, sneaky good pickup. I don't know why the Bills just let him go. They had him in the whole weekend. Um, but the, so Matt Ryan is officially mid Ryan on this podcast. He, there's no, there should never be anyone. I, there wasn't really anyone at helping him up, anyways. He was just, I guess, quote unquote, better than Carson Wentz. But I mean, now, now just look at the paper. Close. Yeah, now look at the paper. Um, I, Matt Ryan. I mean, he's just going to be on these miserable teams. That's he's the quarterback. It's his fault. I'm blaming him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's that's fair. All right. Uh, next I don't like the way he looks in the Colts uniform either. No, and he took Wentz's number, so it's like it's almost like Wentz is right there, still there. It's and you're mean. Like, yeah. yeah They're going to be the same team this year. They they, they all right. They got they got from a 
average quarterback in Wentz to an even more average quarterback in Matt Ryan. They had Phil Rivers the year before. And then, yeah, and then Phil Rivers the year before. <laughs> Jacoby Brissett the year before that. Yeah, um, it's like they're the most stagnant team in the NFL. When it is it continuously changes but remains the same? When is Frank Wright going to get any of this heat? Is he just going to be praised as this? I mean, they great coach like they win time? games, but they haven't won anything real. No. And I think yeah, he's. Everyone like, still he, thinks that he's yeah, a great coach. He's just like for some reason because he was the quarterbacks coach of the Eagles Super Bowl team or offensive coordinator. I don't know. And he had like they do win games, and, like. And I think he's looks, a decent coach, like, but like knows what he's doing. I guess. He's got to get some some flack in there eventually, right? And I stand by it that he should have been fired after the Jacksonville game. Oh yeah. I blame him more than Wentz for that, <laughs> but that's already been discussed. That's because. The Commanders, minus two oh, and a half you versus the it. Jaguars, was an easy lock. <laughs> take, take the range. It was anything but oh, easy. Yeah, no, well so, we're, yeah, we were just talking about Wentz. That you had, had the whole Wentz every little coaster. bit of Carson Wentz in it. Yep. Like, at, at the, the start of the game, hey. he was making – the first throw, he missed badly. And then, like, the first couple drives after that first throw, he was hitting everything. He looked great. He looked like MVP Carson Wentz. And I was sitting there thinking, like, man, they got the weapons, too. Like, they could actually be good offense. And then the second half came, and they couldn't do anything. It was, like, three and out, three and out. And then as soon as it became a close game. Oh, you cut out for a second. Hopefully my internet's not. Sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah. You paused for a second. The stream probably cut out. Where'd you lose me? Uh, Right when the fourth quarter. It was like all of a sudden they couldn't move the ball at all. Mm-hmm. And he was missing every throw. And the two picks were especially bad. The first pick, he just stared Dotson down the whole time. Hey, Trayvon Walker. I, yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> I think the. I'm trying to remember if the first one led to a touchdown. It was 14 to 9. And then it was 22 to 14. So, yeah, the first one led to a touchdown, and then the second one, which was the first play of the next drive after Jacksonville scored, he throws an interception on a screen pass, which was the Trayvon Walker play. And I was yeah, like, That's just like a Madden pick. Got to be kidding me. Yeah, that's like something. And then they score on their first play that they run. And apparently, he goes to the sideline, and Ron Rivera tells him, You need to go out there and win this game for us now. And Carson Wentz said, I will, and walked away. As he should. And he did. That's leadership. Hey, all I got to say is the commanders, I mean, they get a lot of flack from all sorts of things. And most of the time it's pretty deserving. But the the locker room, that locker room video I sent you on Instagram of all of them congratulating Wentz, giving him the game ball, talking as a team. That's a, that like, people were questioning Ron and the leadership there. That's, I mean, that's real leadership. The, <laughs> they, they really, it seems like they, this team actually, yeah, they seem like they actually care about each other, which is something. Well, yeah, and like you, you not to get like soft or anything, but you have to look at the human aspect of it for Wentz. Like he went from being the number two overall pick and was an MVP candidate and was like hailed as the hero in Philadelphia. Gets hurt. His backup wins a Super Bowl. He gets cast away by the team and this whole city. Yep. 
hates him. All of a sudden, they trade him away. He gets a fresh start. And then that team does the same thing with him and says, we don't want you. You're the reason we didn't make the playoffs and trades him again. But like, that's a lot to overcome. As I know he's a professional athlete, but like, that's a lot to deal with. Yeah. So now, like he's saying, you know, it hats off to him for not absolutely collapsing when he threw those two picks. Like he came back and led them yeah. on two really good drives and made some really nice throws. And like every decision he made from that point on was was the right one. So he's got that quality in him where he's not gonna care. Um, somebody on the radio said that he's just too dumb. Like he'll throw a pick and be like, "Yeah, like what happened." And just come out for the next drive, which I guess like that works if that's the way you're gonna look at it. But it it seems like they have his back. I I don't think everyone hates him yet because apparently he's hated in in the locker rooms he's been in. But no, that's what I'm. It seems know. like it seems like he's a. Uh, it seems like he really is liked in that locker room. It seems like he is a, a good. He's a good leader for this team with great weapons. Honestly, mm-hmm. like really. I mean, good same. Weapons. Like I think the first seven or eight passes he threw like samuel touched the ball six times no yeah they were forced feed him feed him feed him and then he fumbled later which was tough so i want to talk about uh derek forrest yeah where's he is he a rookie no he's a second year i think you see the hit that he had yeah yeah i saw it all dude that dude's a beast like an absolute yeah. and he and he's skinny as a twig. And the fact that he can just like nail those people is insane. I I really like I mean I this is leading to me I, I told you, I'm hopping on the train. We'll it's talk a, about the Pats later, it's but it's not I, a train, it's a roller coaster. No, I'm sh- I'm I'm in, that I'm game had, I mean and that was another reason where I, I just felt like, man, like we're we are back. It's football season because that game had Every emotion in it. Mm-hmm. And you have to like, like during the game, you're not thinking like, this is the Jaguars. We're playing the Jaguars. Like, yeah. They're terrible. But at the end of it, now you have like reflection time. You're like, that might've not been great. <laughs> it was that close of a game against them, but I don't know. I mean, I bet on Doug Peterson to win coach of the year. So, so expectations. I want to talk about the Jags real quick is, I mean, I know it's been one game, and I know it's, he's a second second year player, but Trevor, he didn't he didn't wow me whatsoever. He, yeah, I mean he had drives where he looked unstoppable, and then he had drives where he was missing easy easy throws. It didn't. There help was one that his one boy... touchdown throw that Etienne dropped. Yeah, and then the other one he missed. He sailed in the end zone. Right. And there were a couple like that. Now, I don't think there was another touchdown one that he missed, but there were multiple like on second and third down throws that were really did not look that difficult. Mm-hmm. Like an average NFL quarterback should hit 95% of the time. And he was, he was sailing guys a lot. And then the interception he threw made no sense why he even threw the ball. Why? Wow, explain, explain. It was like, it was third down, I think, on their last drive. They had a little bit of time left. It was over a minute left in the game, and he rolled all the way out and just kind of, like, chucked it up. Like, the forest pick at the end, mm-hmm. like, literally was just waiting for it, sitting in his hands at the sideline. Like, it was a ball that should have just been Oh, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, yeah. So I don't know why he threw that ball. He's 
he's still a work in progress, clearly. Yeah, he definitely but is. He, I, like I the talent see, is there. Yeah, and I want to see how many how many years he goes where he's going to be living off his Clemson run. It's mm. like eventually they're going to have to start winning and start doing something. And I just want to see how long it takes for people to go. Eh, maybe he's a bust. But I hey, say like three years probably. He might. I mean, and he but he's might also in Jacksonville, yes, and there's yeah. so little pressure. Yeah, no, there is. Like if it was New York, he'd already be a bust. I agree. I agree. It changes everything. All right. Let's move on before we get another tangent. Next up, this was Steelers. my in the game of the day. This was Steelers Bengals is what we're talking about. One of the most ridiculous games that I've ever seen. This was insane. Uh, and but like the Bengals played this game last year against the Packers. Yeah. With the missed field yes, goals. Yes. It was they, they played the same game. Yeah, they did. Um and obviously the Steelers are just built to tie like every game that they play. I told you this is why I made the pick, because the AFC North games are weird. That was the reasoning. Because these games get weird. They do. I didn't think the Steelers were gonna win. And really like they did not deserve to win that game. No. I don't know how they let the Bengals back in it at the end and gave up it was like multiple times they had him buried. And then you'd like switch back and it was like, oh, the Bengals have the ball again with another chance to go down at the end of the game and score. Yeah. So the the Bengals, they had like three attempts to end the game. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't do it on any of them. They finally what they got the touchdown, then the blocked the extra point. Um, and then in overtime, I don't like I don't even know what happened in overtime. I like and are we should we get worried about about this this offense? Like, I know Jamar Chase looks great. I know Joe Mixon looks good. What was up? The, the I mean, line is, that's concerning. It didn't look any better. It went out. No, it looked horrible. It was, what, seven sacks? Yeah. And that obviously, that's a good D-line, but seven sacks is not, like, remotely close to acceptable play. And Burrow is quick. Like, he gets, he's generally pretty good at, like, avoiding pressure. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for him to get beat up on like that again after the whole season, it was like this team just needs more help at line. It's all it needs, and they went it's all out it and needs. they got it. Yeah, and it still looked awful. That's a little bit concerning. Who do they have up next? I don't even want to see. Um, they have the cow. Oh, they have the Cowboys. So they'll yeah. beat the Cowboys and the Jets and the Dolphins. Okay, but uh, four picks from Burrow was also not good. No, not and it was all very early. Six turnovers from him very early. What, two fumbles, right? That's tough. Yeah. It's really tough. That's that's a tough scene. No, it I, it is a good defense. Steelers still have a good defense. And it's also week one. But, we gotta I gotta remind right. myself sometimes. It's like I gotta you can't just say that they're garbage now. You gotta remind yourself. Mitch looked good. Would you it's would like you a, go that far? Did they win the game? Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Alright, that's fine. I mean, he didn't royally screw up. No. Uh, I don't know why Najee Harris only got 10 carries. Uh, he got hurt. Oh, did he? I, I gotta look this up because he's on my fantasy team. Uh, I gotta see what his injury is. Najee Harris, all it's saying is about his backup. What is it? Sorry, I'm doing some uh, some deep research right now. All right. Oh, oh okay. foot injury came back negative. There's a belief that he's good to go. All right. So I think he had a foot injury mid game though, and that's why he only had ten carries. 
So, Mitch, back to Mitch. Did he look good? No. Hey, did he keep his name in the hat for starting quarterback? Yes. Did he keep them in the game? Yes. And that last drive, that was Mitch. Yeah. He played Which, really let's talk well. Let's about that, where the Bengals on, just let them win. The, t- the time was weird. So they like, didn't. I don't know why they didn't just run it all the way down. Because apparently they wanted to make sure the punter had time to set up or whatever and kick it right. But it's why even punt? I don't know. Except the tie at that point. Weird. There was definitely some. Yeah, some that's never. I've never decisions. heard that. I've never heard that explanation for. Not running the clock down. Like, oh. I think they just, you know, like, the snapper forgot. Yeah, I don't know. I think what, that's what happened. That's probably what happened. And he, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Which right. is, uh, that's tough. Hey, unfortunate for, uh, for the Bengals, you know, whatever. Good for us. We got the, we got, they covered it anyways. We got it. Um, all right. The last one, the Sunday night game, Tampa oh, Bay versus them boys. Snooze Favorite fest. game of the week. This was such a snooze fest. It was a horrible game, but I relish in watching the Cowboys play that poorly. Dude, they look terrible. And it's even not like you can Dak even Dak say. Though. That's what I was going to say. It's not like Dak got hurt on the first drive and was like, oh, I had to play with the back of the quarterback the whole game. They looked atrocious with him. Yeah, they looked really bad with him. Uh, Zeke, I mean, they, they couldn't even give him carries towards the end. They they only they could they only threw to CD Lamb. I mean they only got two catches. It seemed like Dalton Schultz was Schultz was the only one that could move the football, and mm-hmm. this line blows. Yeah, and I mean the Bucks were not even that impressive either. No, the Bucks looked pretty pretty rough too. It was uh, just like a game, like almost like the Ravens game, where it's just they're playing against a team who did not show up or just stinks. Yeah, and have a buffoon at head coach. Oh, an absolute um, absolutely. <laughs> which, again, <laughs> like my favorite thing is just them getting blown out of the water, and they pan to Mike McCarthy, and he's just like, he looks like such a doofus every time. He looks like he, <laughs> he, looks like he has ass sweat every time, every single time. It looks like he's just sitting in a puddle of ass sweat. It I don't know. Is. How is Jerry Jones putting up with this? I don't know. I mean, like we know he has Sean Payton gonna, signed up for next year, so he's gonna. I'm be well. I'm curious as to that going down. Is that gonna help McCarthy because now he has an excuse, or are they gonna look so bad that he's Jerry Jones? Like, no, it's they, like we're gonna fire. I, I cannot believe that it will uh, uh, anything will ever benefit Mike McCarthy as long as he's coaching for Jerry Jones. I just don't think it's possible. Like, I don't know. He's such a dude. Like literally, he's, such. A- I love him so much. He's my. Oh, favorite. he needs to be the Cowboys coach for for ten years. And he's such a perfect Cowboys coach. Oh yeah, he's 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 not as like I I miss the clapping of the clapper. Yeah, he was on the the broadcast. Yeah, he or, picked was it the, the Cowboys. Game show that he was on. Yeah, he picked the Cowboys. <laughs> he was on the broadcast. I saw that and I was yeah, like, what he is was... he doing up there? <laughs> uh, he was Fournette. the perfect Gary Jones guy because he was just a puppet. Oh yeah. The the only positive in this whole game was Leonard Fournette. He's the only yep. one that that looks like he he wanted to play. What Sunday is, night so Lenny. Brady to that tweet. What do you say? Sunday night Lenny. 
Oh, no, I didn't see that. I, do you see him? Micah Parsons was, like, calling him out for that. Yeah. On him and he was, like, <laughs> it's just the, the crying Jordan thing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, why are you going on Twitter after you just get smoked? Oh, yeah. No, that's Micah Parsons. Is, it looks like a buffoon for that. Yeah. Uh, Brady, let's talk about. I don't know. There's it's so there's so many weird things with this dude. He's just getting <laughs> so, weirder and weirder. I think he was just conserving energy tonight. He might have been. Take. Yeah, he might have been. I I just I, there's like every time he takes off the helmet, he looks like a different person. That doesn't look like Tom Brady. That looks like a a wax model of him. And he's walking around with <laughs> full head of hair, uh, no grays in it. He's forty five years old. It's like yeah. come on, man. Who you well, and there's the whole wife stuff going on. Yeah, he's not living with Giselle like, anymore. Are it's, they divorced? Yeah. Are they going to be separated? Like, nobody knows. And it's, like, it's just... <laughs> I don't he, know what to make of it. He's gotten into the point where it's like, any Brady story, I'm just going to believe it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to believe... Like, they say he retires tomorrow, I'll be like, damn. I guess the legend's gone. Like, he's bec- you No, know, he literally has become, like, this legend of a person. And it's so weird. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, I saw him, like, coming in, I think, and he's, like, giving everybody high fives and stuff, and it's, like, he is, like, such a different level than everybody else. Yeah. Where he's no, just, he's like, not, he's, he's not like, an NFL player anymore. No, he's an he NFL like, like, He's, like, an NFL actor. Profession. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> he literally is. It's so weird. Um, Yeah, sure. Cowboys stink. Uh, who, do you think they're going to trade for a quarterback? I saw Cam Newton buzz, and that's <laughs> what I want to happen. That would be a perfect Cowboy season. Cam Newton yep. at the helm, that would be so funny. <laughs> um, I saw some, They were. I mean, this is just speculation. Oh, they could trade for Jimmy G. I wouldn't like that. Oh, I was about to say. You wouldn't like that. I would not like that at all. I still don't Jimmy think they'd be very good. Terrifying. But I don't they'd know. Jimmy's, good Jimmy's just a winner. He's a winner. They'd probably win 12 games. <laughs> Make it a Super Bowl. Um. All right, let's uh let's get into some other games now that the wise picks are done. Well, I guess we haven't done the Pats. Look, they they're not gonna be good this year. They're not gonna be good. Uh, the the coaching I think was horrific in this game, like really really bad. Uh, the fact that Kendrick Bourne had one catch and is our second leading receiver, it's pretty bad. He also only had two snaps all game. It's pretty bad. Bourne did. Yeah, considering we paid him, like, a lot of money. And he also has a great connection with Mac Jones. So, like, why wasn't he playing? I don't know. Um, Jacoby Myers was, like, the only bright spot. Our only touchdown was Ty Montgomery. I was like, what year is this? Um, (laughs) A lot of holding on Devontae Parker already. I already know that that's not going to ever get called, and I'm going to lose my mind every time it happens. That, That pick, like, the tip pick, I don't know if you uh-huh. saw anything on Twitter or anything, but... The, I didn't see this game pop up, like, once. No, it was on Red Zone twice. It was the strip sack and the the one Pats touchdown. They didn't even show, like, mm-hmm. the Dolphins field goal, so... Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, the, the, tip, the tip pick, the Mac Jones pick, that was... He was getting held the whole time. Like, literally the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, he threw another ball that... I mean, I, I think he looked fine. I don't think it was on Mac. I don't think Mac's, like, not the guy. Um, I just think this team's just not very good. Miles Bryant's still playing. I don't know why he's still playing. Um, 
it, I mean, the defense just looks old and slow like it did the past five years. So, I don't know. I'm not very excited to watch this Patriots team. It's going to be a long, cold season up in Foxborough. But, hey, it's still Bill Belichick. Like, I'm still – there's still some glimmer of hope in the ba- in the bottom of it. There's still part of me that, like, just wants to come on here and be like, nah, it's fine. Week one woes, you know, the two as our number, I guess. But, like, the fact that we're losing to Tua is really what makes me upset. And he's now 4-0 against Belichick. Yeah, 4-0. 2-0. I love him next week against the Steelers. Yeah, I think that I throw that out there. Yeah, I think they'll be I good against. It. I, I kind of like him against the Steelers too because I think they have the one thing that they did improve on was their pass rush is better. Uh, they didn't even get any more players; they just were better at it. Um, mm-hmm. And the Steelers can't really run the ball, so their run defense shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, uh, I I'm curious what your thoughts on the Dolphins are because I think that there's a chance that Dolphins are going to do this to teams this year, where as long as Tua takes care of the ball and, like, he has these weapons that he can get the ball, like Edmonds, Hill, Waddle, Mostert, Gusecki. Yeah, I mean, as long as he can basically manage the game, they're probably going to win a lot of these low-scoring games. I agree, because I think their defense is really good. Like, there's yeah. a lot of – the fact that uh, Melvin Ingram got that strip sack touchdown, I didn't even know he was on the team. I forgot about that. Um, I mean, Christian Wilkins is good. Ogba's good. Jerome Baker, Javon Holland, Brandon jo- – like, this this defense is, is really, really good. So, mm-hmm. that – you're right. It's going to be a lot of low-scoring games like this where Tua doesn't turn over the ball, and that's how they're going to have to win these games. And yeah. I think – the coach had the right game plan. It was just throw a ball, get Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle open. Mm-hmm. Tua can hit them when they're open. So, yeah, I mean they're perfectly bit like for a team that decided that they're going to stick with him and let it, you know, let him prove himself. And they set him up perfectly. Yeah. So it lit- it really is a year where it's make or break for him because there are no excuses. Yeah, I unless these guys go down. But also on the other hand. It's a year where you might finish the year and have still have no idea. Mm-hmm. Where it's like Kirk Cousins, and it's like, well, he well, he know, won us ten games, but pretty good numbers. Yeah, we're winning games, but like we don't know if he's good or not. Yeah, I think that's where we're gonna finish the season with with Miami. I think so too. Uh, I think they're a they're a borderline playoff team. Yeah, and that's what they're expected to be this year. Just a borderline playoff team, and. You're right. We're gonna at we're at this. We're gonna see what Tua looks like and what what the like at the end of this year. There's not gonna be a this whole off season. It was like basically, are you a Tua fan? Or are you not? Next year, yeah. it's like it's gonna be kind of a definitive. If he's good or not. Yeah. Right. I I also say I I said I hated Matt Ryan in the Colts uniform. I love Tyree Kill in the Dolphins uniform. I don't whatsoever. <laughs> but anyways, um, all right. Let's while we're talking about Tyree Kill, let's talk about his former team, the Chiefs. And everyone forgot Mahomes is Mahomes. I just want to point that out there. Mm-hmm. The fact that that line was what was it? It was like two and a half. Or three, no, it was three like and six. A half. It was, was it six? Yeah. Um. Oh, the Twitch comments are saying Lamar to Dallas next year. Uh-oh. 
Uh, he's. I think. It, all right. My prediction is if Tua does, sucks at the end of this year, Lamar is going to the Dolphins, and then I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> Can't see that. No, I think that's actually. I think it's going to happen because he's from. Yeah. He's from Florida. I'm sure he. Miami would pay him the world. So. Yeah. Whatever. Um. All right, what are we talking about? Mahomes, the Chiefs. Look, this offense is, he should have gotten six touchdowns. Mahomes. They, I don't know why, they, like, I would have gone for it. Um, it was like a hot knife through butter. Oh, yeah. The whole game. Mm-hmm. The, and we talked about this Cardinals defense being, like, a mix of old, slow, and just bad. And they got exposed for who they were today. That's it. It's a brutal game. When you get Mahomes week one and there's already like questions about the defense and like Kyler Murray stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like it could just be you face a team that's a lot better than you. But it looked like you just like you don't even deserve to be on the field with them. They look like a college team. They really they really did. And they have like no running attack. And they couldn't throw yeah. the ball. I mean, I guess they couldn't run the ball anyways, but they like Greg Dortch is their leading receiver of this game. Marquise Brown had a touchdown. Zach Ertz got a touchdown, but none of these numbers are impressive. It, any so wide receivers catches goes four, two, and one. That's or, not great. No, not at all. And that's like that. You can't just build. You can't build a team around that where you're not passing it to your wide receivers. You don't have anyone you can trust, and. And it doesn't help the fact that Murray just, like, absolutely looks like an injury. Like, every time he's on the field, it's like everyone is a foot taller than you, dude. And no yeah. shit, you're throwing the ball and it's hitting your offensive lineman. He's a foot taller than you. Like, no shit. I, I don't know. I'm, we've been out on the Cardinals. Just definitely out yep. after this. Um, I mean, there is the, the Hopkins aspect of it where, like, he's their best offensive player by a while and he's out. Even with him, like I don't have I don't have faith in them at all. No. I think Cliff could get fired this year. I think they're gonna be that bad. I think so. And I and I it almost makes me want to watch the the hard knocks midseason mm-hmm. just because I know they're just see the misery. Yeah. All right, uh, what other games we got? Oh, my favorite game this week: Bears Niners, the Swamp <laughs> Fest. Uh, this is another one where like people are calling for Trey Lance's head, and it's like, all right, how the dude played how seriously in are we gonna take this game? Yeah. Like, I'm all for seeing Jimmy G again. We've we've talked about it. We we talked about it on Sunday actually how the Bears are actively pushing Trey Lance out the door with that game. But like at the same time, did you see them sliding in the water? Yeah, at the end I, of the game. I don't know. I don't know if people did, and it's like. They also, they're, I mean, I, I love I love this Bears team for some reason already. So I'm excited. Jackson Fields in fantasy. Hey, he didn't even do anything, nor did I start him, so relax. <laughs> um, no, I mean, this, it's just, it's fun. I think it's fun to see the Bears win. Yeah, had it so is. had so many years of just trouble that it's fun to see them win. And against a decent team, too. Like, this Niners team is good. This, the defense is good. Of course, Elijah Mitchell already got hurt. So, yep, if you draft him great in the second round, have fun. When did you draft him? Not second round. I think it was fifth or sixth. Sixth, I think. Brutal. Tough. Uh, and 
I don't know. I mean, like the Bears, they, they still they couldn't really move this this whole game. No, no one could really move the ball. No, it was just a it was, it was a poop just, fest. Yeah, it was a poop fest, but it was fun. It was a fun poop fest. Um, I mean, this is also like this is probably the Bears Super Bowl. Oh yeah, like, they're probably gonna get lit up by the Packers next week, and yeah, all no, the joy from this week is gonna is gonna quickly evaporate. But it's nice that they got this one. <laughs> I guess. Hey, and everyone's <laughs> telling them they're only gonna such win. a Debbie Downer. <laughs> everyone's telling them they're gonna win like only two games. Hey. One down. That's right. Yeah. One down. You're halfway to your win total this yeah, year. Yeah, break, break expectations. <laughs> um, let's talk about a division mile of yours, the Eagles. Look, you can't be a Super Bowl team if you're letting Jared Goff score 35 points. <laughs> I, I thought this defense was supposed to be really strong. Thought that was their, Yeah, I thought this and defense like, was like They the, got the, shredded by the Lions. And in all fairness, they were in complete control of this game until like the very end. So like it it doesn't didn't feel like it was a three point game, but the eagle like if the Lions got one stop at the end of that game they would have had the ball with two minutes left with a chance to go win it. Yeah, like there was a fourth and one that the Eagles got that if they turned it over, I don't I don't remember how much time if it was under two minutes or just above, but it was it was a fourth and one like just across midfield. Yeah, I remember. And. Like that, they would have been in serious trouble if they didn't get. It. Oh, they probably would have lost that game. Yeah, they definitely would have been in serious trouble. Um, I like. Oh, excuse me, sorry. Uh, I like, I like the Lions having some fun too. DeAndre Swift, hey, he proved, he proved me wrong. He, yep. he did very well. Uh, so did Jamal Williams. He had two tutties. So, it it's funny when you look at that and you're like, you look at these box score and then you look at like fantasy, and you're like, why do we draft the players we draft? Because John just Swift gets all the yards, and then Jamal Williams just takes all their touchdowns. Right. Um, yeah, frustrating. No, very frustrating. Amonra, great to see a touchdown. Um, mm-hmm. and Shark looked good, too. Shark made a really yeah. nice play on the ball to score his touchdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's. I want to see what was... Jesus, do you hear that? That banging? Yeah. Someone's upstairs just hammering away. Oh, okay. I thought oh. that was coming from like my house. <laughs> no, I don't know what's going on. They're just—they've been doing that since we started the pod. Uh, Hutchinson, he didn't do much at all. I was just yeah, looking at the stats. No. I didn't. I'm. I mean, I guess we didn't see. Like, I'm sure on red zone they would have showed. Like, oh, this is first sack or whatever. But he didn't even no, he didn't have a sack. Um. All right, let's talk. Let's give the Eagles. I guess they some praise. Their rushing attack is really, really strong. They look like very similar to last year's team, except they have AJ Brown. Oh, they yeah, and they replaced AJ Brown. Well, they did replace Devonte Smith with AJ Brown because he just was non-existent in this whole game. Where yeah, he didn't get a catch. So he played and didn't get a catch. Nope. Hey, he's a first-round pick. What yeah. are we doing? Yeah, he, <laughs> he was the Heisman winner. Come on now, you gotta feed him the ball. I mean, if if you're gonna draft him that high, if you're gonna pair him up with AJ Brown and call it a pairing. Mm-hmm. Just give ten targets to AJ Brown. I don't that. I guess that could be what their next evolution is with Hurts. It's like trying to get him mm-hmm. to not just force feed AJ Brown, which is hard when he gets 155 yards off ten catches. Like I would just keep forcing. Right, yeah, him too. I mean there was no reason not to throw him the ball every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the thing with this Eagles team is it's easy to win games when Jalen Hurts is gonna get is gonna run it 17 times for 90 yards. Yeah, it's when he can't run it 17 times. Like, obviously, he's going to make plays with his feet, but 
is he going to be able to last the season running that much? That's my question. And he not even getting hurt necessarily, but like teams just adjusting to that. And obviously, that's tough to do, but I don't know. We've seen Lamar get completely shut down in the playoffs. And it's also, it's not just him getting hurt or teams figuring it out, but it's like just the drain. Like, I could, mm. like, imagine you have to throw, how many times do you throw? 32. 32 times, and then you have to also run. So that's 49 attempts with the ball. And 10 less than Flacco. That's, that is 10 less than <laughs> But that's got to, you're right, it's got to put some strain, whether it's him getting hurt hurt or him getting, uh, you know, a tweak there, a tweak there. Uh, I don't know. He's got a bigger frame. I don't think it, the Eagles are going to be too worried about it. But they could also, mm-hmm. you're right, they could end up running him into the ground. So Yeah, it, it'll just be something to keep an eye on. No, um, and, that, and that's kind of been this, the talk all offseason, too. Just got to keep an eye keep an eye on it, see how it plays out. Um, yeah. Lions are not a good defense, either. Yeah, no, not at all. So, like, you, not expect, a... you expect to hang a big number on them. Yeah, and they did. They, you just don't, you don't expect the, the the defense. If I'm an Eagles fan, the defense is what I'm worried about. You start right, off strong. You get the you get the pick six. You start off strong, and then the you just let the lines run all over you. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of a cause for concern. Yeah, that would be my only cause for. Concern. But um, all right. Last thing on this game, I'd say, congrats to us. That was the trap, and we avoided it. Yes, we did. Oh, well, well there was a lot of traps that we avoided this week. There was a second big one. It was like, it, yeah. We avoided. There was a second big one. We'll talk about that right now. The Saints and the Falcons. Mike Thomas. That's all I got to say. He's back. That's your takeaway, not that this Atlanta Falcons team is the same no, team. No, they're always the same team. I don't <laughs> care about the Atlanta Falcons. Like, the, the, the Falcons have no more pity from me. They get no more, oh, I feel so I didn't, bad. I'm not saying I pity. No, I know. I'm just saying I'm just, that, like, look, that game, the whole time, I was like, man, the Falcons are being the Saints. This is shocking. And then the fourth quarter comes around, and boom, just like that, it pops up. It's like a game update, and it's like the Saints are kicking the game-winning field goal. Yeah, it was like, like all of a sudden, it was kidding? like this, this. the scoreboard would come up, and they were like, oh, Mike Thomas got a touchdown. And then it was like. Oh, he's got a second one, by the Another way. One. <laughs> and they're kicking the game-winning field goal in, like, <laughs> So, I, like, what? I don't know what, fa- like, what do you want from, like, Falcons fans, what do you want from us? Cordero Patterson looks good. Marks Mariota ran all over the place. Uh, I mean, they know that they're going to be bad. This was, like, this would have been, like, the Bears game, I think. What's up with Pitts? I don't know, but I have that. Yeah, happy about he it. needs more catches than two to get to 60. I know. But how do you just like not use him when he's the, like at one point they're on the goal line and I saw it. He wasn't on the field. I was like, why is he not on the field every play? Every single play he should be on the field yeah. no matter what. And if he's lined up as a tight end or a wide receiver, he should be on the field. Oh, remember who their coach is. Dude, he's he, oh, I saw, I saw like, the game-winning field goal, and then they showed, like, the coaches, like, walk up and shake hands. And I was like, uh-huh. the, the boob is just walking throughout the whole court. Like, he it absolutely looks like the last person you'd want to run an NFL team. Yes. 
I would like, agree with that. I, I, like, uh, he looks less competent than Mike McCarthy in Sunday. Every time you look at him, it just... It, he's in the same ballpark. He's just got this dumb face. Like, he doesn't know what just happened. And, and Atlanta's the worst spot for him to be because they already have that curse. Yeah, and they just got rid of Now he's just the face of it. Yep, he is the face of the curse. Uh, I loved... Do you see Jameis's uh, after quote? The, what, the everything hurt? Yeah, where was, where's the pain, James? Everywhere. Pain's everywhere. We gotta keep pushing. <laughs> Did you see this? This was the week leading up to the game, but it's talk about how the body is, like, uh, symmetrical. No. <laughs> how, like, the, <laughs> how, like, the upper half of your body is the same as your lower half. And he's like, the wrists, ankles, same thing. Elbows, <laughs> knees, same thing. Shoulders, hips. <laughs> it's so funny. It's one of the best, and he's had so many good ones. The uh, the be prepared one was great. And there's Any, the anytime he says anything, I need. A, yeah. I just need. I need a camera. My personal favorite was when he was injured. After he was injured the whole year, they were talking to him, and he's like, "My whole life, I I thought my passion was football." <laughs> What I realized <laughs> is that my passion is playing football. <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> oh, he he's a wonder. He to hit this the nail NFL. on the head there. He really is great. And the fact that Taysom Hill is still here. He scored I'm, a touchdown, and I just imagined you like looking at the box score, seething in rage. I was just sitting there, like, what? Dude, this is 2022. We, we thought it was a Sean Payton thing, but they have a new coach. Yeah, and he's still there, and he's still taking he's carries still from Camara and freaking taking catches from Mike Thomas. God damn. Can never get rid of this guy. <laughs> it's like nope, a freaking... He will always be around. He's like a wart that just keeps coming back. <laughs> time. And he's got that stupid face. God, <laughs> Swiss Army knife. No, he's not. He's not. Was he, he's, was he's he returning the... kicks today? I I don't know. Let me look. No, they didn't have a kick return. Oh. Because Young Way Koo is just, they just bombing it. Also, yeah. shout out to him for getting 19 fantasy points. <laughs> what a dub. Um, which I lost my which, game, by the did way. Did you see? Really? Yeah. We're 134 and lost. Uh, did you see that Rodrigo Blankenship? Cut. Yeah, I did see that. That's tough. He's been a good kicker this whole time. He misses one game-winning field goal and he gets cut. This, yeah, did, did, did the mean. Colts? Did the Colts not see all the other kickers that were playing in the NFL? Kickers don't grow on trees either. That's what I'm saying. Did they not you just, can't just see, find yeah. a new kicker? No. Uh, that being said, Parker White Parker. is still available. <laughs> for anyone who needs a kicker, Parker Ooh. White, uh, South Carolina's leading scorer of all time, Parker White. Okay. Um. Anywho, what, what were you even talking about? Who are you looking at? Parker White. He's six five. Jeez. Yeah. Tall, tall kicker. Um. All right, but back to the Saints game. Tall drink of water. Tall, tall drink of water. Uh. Back to the Saints game. I'm still on. I'm still in it. Even though I was, it was looking rough. Yep. But I'm, I'm still on board. I am too. James did everything he. Needed. Too. And, it's and like, they didn't even use Camara. No. No. They didn't even unlock him yet. So uh what else we got? Next up with 
those all the way. Giants, t- Titans. I, how did this happen? Bummer. The Titans aren't good. <sighs> yeah. That's, this, this is one of the teams where I'm not going to say, like, it's just week one. Let it go. I was already saying that the Titans were going to have a down year this year. I mean, like, you can't lose to the Giants. Not, yeah. I don't trust anyone on this team, aside from Derrick Henry. And like, no, if he I, doesn't go off for 150 yards, then they're screwed. I agree. I think that's it. And that's their game plan. That's what they, that's what they do. Yeah, it has and, to be. Uh, Daniel, I mean, I guess Daniel Jones did fine. Saquon was really the, the, the top story mm-hmm. of this game. He looks great. I'm glad, like, I like a healthy Saquon. I know he's in your division and he's going to cause you some troubles, but having him in the league just makes it more fun. I mean, I don't like playing against him, but I can brew for injury. That's fair. So. That's fair. Uh, the rest of their offense... Not a fan of. No, I mean they're still not impressive. No, no, it's just nice that that's just Saquon. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll it'll probably take care of itself. Yeah, that'll fizzle out eventually. Whether <laughs> whether he just becomes worse and worse, or he just you know gets injured again. Yeah. But I mean, it's the it's the physical and emotional toll of playing for the New York Giants. Oh yeah, it will just wear you down. Mm-hmm. Some quicker than others. All right, I think we have two games left. Oh, no, we haven't talked about this one yet. Browns-Panthers, should have seen it coming. That's all I got to say. You should have seen that it coming. Was, it was like a too-good-to-be-true, yes. like, Baker revenge game, and then... The Browns are good. People also forget that. And they also forget Just that because they, they have two have Watson, number one like... running backs. Yeah. Two number one running backs. That... Yep. And they have a strong defense. So, like, this is a still... It's still a good football team. Oh, it yeah. Just... And Bursette is not, like... I don't know he's not terrible. He's pretty bad. It's not Cooper Rush. No, he's no Cooper Rush. They the the Browns. I mean, I guess I mean they like the fact that they're already at one win and they still have what thirteen weeks until Deshaun comes back. Mm-hmm. Good, I mean, it's a good start for them. I hate I hate them because yeah. And it sucks because I kind of like the other, like I love all the players on this team besides Deshaun. Like I like Cream Hunt. Job. I like I, I I don't know. I've turned around on Cream Hunt. Like, <laughs> just kidding. That was that's a uh, something about him, huh? Oh, you're you're frozen real quick. The stream might be acting up. Yeah, I, I lost you for a second. Well, I was gonna say. Is Kareem did his time. He got cut. He did the did the consequences, and now like he's just like Joe Mixon now. I don't know. Like I'm I I, I don't know. He's no Deshaun. He's not a serial diddler. Like, come on now. He kicked one guy. <laughs> but like he kicked her. <laughs> no, you like kicked Ray one. Rice got banned from the NFL. Yeah, but Ray Rice also girlfriend. wasn't good anymore. Yes. But like, what are we just excusing it now? Just because he he got cut? No, I'm just I'm just letting. And immediately it, got I'm, signed by the Browns. I'm not. All right, fine. I guess I don't like Kareem Hunt. You're right. Kareem Hunt. All right, but yeah, yeah. All right, never mind. You're right. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to look like I'm out here trying to defend Kareem Hunt from kicking my guy. No, you're basically supporting domestic violence. No, I'm not. Let's make that clear. <laughs> 
I mean, come on. You kick one girl. <laughs> what, you can't play football anymore? Kick one girl? Just kidding. That's all just a joke, by the way. But, <laughs> just so it's for the record, just a joke. Anywho, let's move on from this terrible game. Uh, also, Baker sucked. It actually wasn't a terrible game, though. No, it actually, yeah. It actually like, it was a snooze fest for a while, but then it got interesting at the end. Baker, are we sh- like, it's now healthy, now has the weapons. I guess the offensive line still isn't very good. So I'll give him that. But I don't know. I, I, I expected a little bit more. He's, he has to perform this year. I, I, I also think that, like, this whole team, though, is just under the crowd, the cloud of Matt Rule, like, being a bozo. I'm all out on Matt Rule. Yeah, you've been out. And, you've been he, out. and he's an eye test guy. We're like, just look at him. Yeah. Does he look like he knows what the hell's going on? Everyone at home right now, Google the, the clip of him spinning on himself and then, ask, <laughs> and then ask yourself, do I want this guy running my football team? Probably not. Um, the, the most heartbreaking day of my life is when, you know that video of at Baylor of the coach, like it's a short stubby coach and he races against the tackling dummy, mm-hmm. like the automated one that moves yeah. and he turns around and he gets hit by it. Yeah. For like three years, I thought that that was Matt Rule. And then I found out that it was just one of their like random Joe Schmo coaches. And it like turned my world upside down. It was so sad. Ruined it. Ruined the image. Yeah. Um, all right. But moving on, going west, Raiders, Chargers. Um, Derek Carr, he sucked. I had him in fantasy. He sucked. Um, Devontae Adams did great. The rest of the wide receivers, not very great. Darren Waller, I, oh, he did all right. Um, and the, the defense, I mean, it looked fine. It just This Chargers team's really good, I think. I think we're starting to get there. This was a step forward because they didn't, they didn't blow it. today. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> blow it. <laughs> and it felt like a game that they would, too. No, and if and the offense kind of disappeared in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And... Like, the Raiders definitely had a couple chances to get right back into it. and Like, they had already made it interesting, but they had chances at the end. And the charge, like, nothing weird happened. No, it was like, like a, a it normal, was like a normal, normal game. game. Yeah. I, it, I think this That's should be... the best thing that I can say about them. It should be refreshing for the Chargers. This is a nice, normal yeah. game. Uh, <laughs> Herbert looked good. Uh, and the rushing attack did not look very good. But... Everyone else, I mean, the team played well. So, as you just said, take take it what you, what you can before all the weird shit mm-hmm. happens. Yep. Uh, and right. this is a surprising game that, like, against the Raiders, you'd think that something would go down. Yeah, divisional game. They had that weird wonky overtime one. Uh, mm-hmm. Look, and a little bit of revenge for the Chargers. Like, they could, I mean, I guess they could have had that tie before they called the timeout. Yep. All right. Anywho, also a last thing I want to point out about the Chargers. Did you did you know Tony Michelle is on that team? Nope. I knew he got cut. I didn't know he was on the Chargers. Yeah, I didn't know he was on the Chargers. He uh he got seven carries for twelve yards. So classic Sony. <laughs> that's a that's a good Sony game. Yeah, nice Sony. Game. All right. Now let's talk about last night's game. Gino. Oh, Gino. 
cannot. Like, we talked about this game before, and I said. You said, yeah, you, you I called. I said them. I was on Seattle. I did not think they'd win, though. No, but you called them closed. covering. thought it would be a close game. And it was. But I, and, again, like Russ, I think he's just, he's not the same. No, he's not. And let's talk about what is, so, it's fourth and one. Oh my gosh! There's tw- There's forty seconds left in the game. No, it was fourth and five. Fourth and five. All right. Forty bit. seconds left in the game. Do you either a go for it with your Hall of Fame quarterback that you just got, make a statement, or b kick a sixty-four yard field goal? Who kicks a sixty-four yard field goal ever? It's in Seattle, not even a dome or Denver. But why would who would ever think that was gonna be? That was going to go in. I don't know. I guess they're... It's like the second longest field goal of all time. Yeah, that's what it would have been if he, be made if he made it. Yeah. yeah. So, th- this coach is getting ripped upon, as he should. Mm-hmm. Uh, they... The, Russ looked weirdly bad. He was kind of just check-downing to everybody. His bombs were... Like, every time he actually did, like, the Russell bomb... It was good. He did it. It was a good job. Like he, he could get the ball there, but he didn't do it enough. It didn't seem like he was very comfortable in the pocket. Mm-hmm. And it was weird for this Seattle team that's like supposed to be just like scraps playing really well. I mean Gino especially. Yeah. Like Gino, at one point he was like sixteen for seventeen. He was seventeen for ball. seventeen. He missed it on his eighteenth oh, pass attempt. Was he? I just remember because I, I remember the announcers just saying it, and then he missed it. I was like, oh. uh, so, yeah, he ended 23 of 28, uh, uh, right under 200 yards, two tutties. I mean, he he outplayed Russell Wilson. In his, yeah, he did. Yeah. In Russ's homecoming. Also, so what, what are your thoughts on them booing Russ? I mean... I don't know, but they boo him directly because oh, the video yeah. I saw, it was like the team was running onto the field and they booed. I don't like know. You're not going to hear the opposing team. Yeah, I, I, I don't I thought I thought it was like all I saw was him running in and then booing him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's fair. I mean, A, you want you a Super Bowl. Yeah. And... He got traded. I don't think he really forced a trade necessarily. Yeah, like, it's kind of like a mutual. It was mutual. Decided on Pete Carroll instead yeah. of him, which again, weird. Hey, it might have yeah, worked I don't out. Know why you'd... <laughs> Looks like it right now. So yeah, I don't know why you'd boo him. I don't know if they were directly booing him. I guess like you could I don't know. And it, the the one thing about Russell Wilson I gotta say is if you're gonna make all these cringy TikToks, you gotta you gotta Yeah, no, I agree. We and have certified Geno fans in the chat. Don't worry. I mean, who's We're not a who's yeah. not a Geno fan? Um, I don't. Yeah, I really don't know what to think of him. You can't. It's a rough game to lose when like, your first game with the new team is at your old team, mm-hmm. and they can like immediately say, "We don't need you anymore." And Which didn't even replace isn't him. Isn't even true. <laughs> didn't, and, but, but they didn't even replace him. 
they were like, oh, yeah, your backup's about to beat you. And that's what happened. Uh, right. it was, and it wasn't even who they expected. It was like, like they got a guy in that trade. Yeah, and then they still play the backup. And they beat <laughs> yeah. It's a, definitely a weird game. I don't think the Broncos are going to stay this bad. Like, I, I still think the roster around them is, is good. I think maybe... Maybe this, maybe this being back in Seattle just Yeah, but the the other thing is the coaching is concerning. Like yeah, because that that last that is big of like like pooping yourself at the in end of the first game, game <laughs> as your first game. Not as a, head a good coach look. Ever. Yeah, not, a, not good. a good look at all. Nope. And the fact that it's like if I play Madden, I know not to kick a field goal there. Like if anyone would ever to play Madden, they would know not to kick a field. Goal. They wouldn't even suggest to kick a field goal there. Like, yeah. Well, and I saw somebody tweeted out like the probability, or not the probability, but like the past success of like Russell Wilson on fourth and like three to seven yards, I think it was. And it was like he gets it 50% of the time. And then like the percent chance of a 64 yard field goal going in. It's happened like twice. Yeah. Not 50%. Weird game. Weird, weird game. Uh, but congrats to Seattle. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice. No, it's a, nice it's a win for them. It's a nice win for them, and it's also it's like if they and I think they will win a couple more games, maybe two or three. Yeah, but if they they go on like a big losing streak or whatever, it's like at least we beat Russ. It, right, and Gino's not gonna look like that every week. No, like they will probably be terrible next week. <laughs> who they who they got next week? I was about to pull up the lines. They got the Niners. See. Interesting. Interesting. Gonna be a very interesting game because if Trey Lance looks bad that game, Jimmy's coming. then it's a problem. Jimmy's coming. It's Jimmy time. All right, uh, that does it for this NFL week. We have some college stuff to talk about, but let's congratulate ourselves one more time to the wise picks. Uh, yeah, tip the cap, tip the cap, and just remember, remember, remember what you felt like when you saw that all the wise picks hit and you didn't bet it. Remember what it felt like. Remember that moment. Yeah, remember. Um, all right. Let's uh let's talk some college corner and then we'll we'll get out of here. You go first, Chris. I mean, we had a an easy game this Saturday. It was at Charlotte. They were twenty eight point favorites. I think fifty six twenty one was the final. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't have many takeaways from it. They did what they were supposed to do, but we are missing. One of our starting cornerbacks, which is not great, and I'm a little bit nervous about this Saturday. SMU coming to College Park, SMU, and it's like it's like an out of conference game, so you kind of expect it to just be easy. But like they're actually a good football team. We're like four point favorites. Wow. So I'm nervous. Yeah. The so which corner went out? Tarheep still. He's not. Oh, okay. I don't know if he's their their best guy or, or, but he's he's a starter and he actually has experience. Their next two guys are like really young, haven't played it at all. So yeah, when they not... face actual receivers that aren't Charlotte, like it's it could be an issue. So I think it, it might be a shootout this week. Okay, I could see that. Uh, is SMU? I I've had, are they any good? They're decent. I mean, they're like. Real team. It's not just 
like a like a Buffalo or a Charlotte. Yeah. No. And like they play other real teams. Yeah. They've beaten Lamar and North Texas so far, so nothing. They haven't played a, a competitive game yet. Interesting. It's gonna be an interesting but, matchup. I yeah, think you guys will win, but I think it'll be interesting. So the next week we get Michigan at I Michigan. Saw, saw. Big noon kickoff. Yeah. At uh That's at, not gonna go well. Uh, number I just want them to win this game. Like take care of your out of conference business and at least go into conference play giving yourself a chance. Yeah. Like, yeah, because then you have Michigan at, and Michigan State. Yeah. And then Purdue. Indiana. Uh, is in, Indiana's not any good, is he? Or, Indiana's poop. Yeah. Northwestern. Oh, that's uh it's against Helinski. Who? Former Carolina quarterback. Um yeah. Yeah, and then they finish off with like Wisconsin, they fin- Penn yeah, they State, finish Ohio off with- State, and then Rutgers. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a rough ending. So just take care of business in the games that you should win, and this is a game that they should win. Like you don't schedule SMU at home. Yep, unless you're gonna win. like, oh, we this is an upset opportunity for us. This is the right. game that you have to win. And another thing that I'll talk about that I saw on Twitter today, our head coach said something about the fans. Um, find the quote. He says he wants fans to help close the gap between Maryland and the top teams by creating an atmosphere and showing up to home games. Now I agree. Obviously, like as someone who goes to every game. I would love to have a, a full house there and people to actually come to the games, but you have to look at it like from a historical perspective where maybe 10 ish years ago, they had a winning coach who they let go. They brought in Randy Edsel from Yukon who was terrible. And then when they fired him, they brought in DJ Durkin who killed a guy. Oh, and then, yeah. There was that whole fiasco where like, they did an investigation and they decided not to fire him, and then they fired him a day later. So I think you lost a lot of fans in that era, which makes sense. Like mm-hmm. Going from a winning coach to a not winning coach, especially in a market that's dominated by pro sports, people are going to stop caring. And then that whole issue, like I'm sure a lot of people don't want to be associated with the program anymore. And they also lose every big game that they have. Like, they've had a bunch of games over the last couple of years where, like, Friday night, Penn State on Fox Sports, and they just get torched. Or, like, the Iowa game last year. So you have these opportunities to make people care, and you get blown out, and people are like, all right, whatever, I'll tune back in when, like, they're actually winning games again. So it's tough to get, like... I understand what he's asking for, but it's not easy to just get people to show up mm-hmm. given the, the last 10, 15 years of this program. Like it makes sense why you can't even be mad for people not showing up. Yeah. That that's my take you on can't, that. You can't have a history of losing and then ask why, and not even just losing. You're right with controversy and bad decision on who's going to coach. And then, for, I mean, and it, it's not like it's not like they just hired a coach who people like weren't super excited about. It's like this guy Freegen brought football back to Maryland. Like they started winning, and then he had one 
he was like two and ten one year, and they mutual agreed to part ways the next year, and they made a bowl game. I think he just had issues with administration. They had issues with him for whatever reason. And then the Edsel thing, like, I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. He was horrible. Um, and so it's like, it's major issues because the, the death of the player, like, that's pretty significant. Yeah. Like, that's going to turn people off to your program, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, it's a tough spot for, like, the athletics department and the, the ticket marketers to try to find ways to bring people back because they need to. Like, attendance was atrocious against uh buffalo and i was looking at the upcoming games and like there's still tons of tickets left people just don't care anymore it's sad it really is yeah. sad. it's a bummer but like what you, as, you, as you're saying like what do you yeah it takes time what are you gonna you gonna you can't ask them and i think the, the big team well and the big 10 move i think also turned people off because the acc was competitive and like people cared about those teams that they're playing like no one really cares to come see him play Northwestern or Purdue. Like they care to see him yeah. play Carolina and Florida State and those teams. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Because it's all. I think that's another part of it. And that's all East Coast teams that people want to see. You know, especially people from mm-hmm. Maryland who are have grown up on the East Coast and seen all the all know all the teams on the East Coast. They don't know who's on Northwestern or Wisconsin. Like, right, oh, right. Come on. All right. Yep. Uh, any other last last thoughts on Maryland SMU next next week or this week? Any? I'm nervous. I think you'll be fine. Nervous. I think you'll be fine. Against SMU. I don't know. All right, we'll see. The Razor, we can't. The, the Cox went to the Razorbacks. Um, so this game was close at the end. It was bad at the beginning. Uh, the Gamecocks crept in. They kept they kept fighting. That's the one thing I like to see. They kept fighting. Spencer threw the ball pretty decently. I mean, three three hundred seventy five yards is pretty good. One touchdown. The pick was pretty bad. Um, rushing attack. I mean, they got it down on the goal line. Um, I like Antoine Wells a lot. I think he's really good. And the defense lost two key players that are they're done for the year. So. Jordan Strahan, out for the year. Hello? Hey. I don't know what just happened. You froze on me. Yeah, no, my internet just went out on my computer. Yeah, okay. Hopefully the stream gets back up in a second. That's badass. I mean, we only have one little. Oh, yeah. Left. All right, well, it, luckily it's in the recording. It's on Twitch. But... Okay. We're off on YouTube. That's okay. Um, I'll just say that. I mean, no one was watching on YouTube anyways. Um, oh. All right. Where'd you leave me at? Where'd you leave me at? Can I say anything yet? I finished I finished with my stuff. Uh, you said the Cox they showed the up. Backs. Yeah. Kept fighting. <laughs> they played there, and that was about it. Yeah. Yeah. They kept, so they kept fighting. It was, it was bad at the beginning. They, came, they were in a deep hole. They came back. It was a five-point game at one point. Uh, Arkansas definitely fumbled out of the end zone, and the refs just gave it right back to him. Um, and other than that, we had two key defensive players out. So, uh, Mohamed Kaba and Jordan Strahan, 
both out for the season, both torn ACLs. Big rip. Big rip for the D-line and linebackers. The defense, I mean, like, their run, their run defense is, again, terrible. Their running backs were so good. Or just Jaheim, Raheem Sanders. Raheem Sanders was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Really carried this Arkansas team. I, I mean, I didn't expect to win, so I wasn't... Uh, wasn't too disappointed. But you last... also you went in the game saying it was a must win. Yeah, where, no, where I mean it was. Now? It was a must win. It's not a, like now Georgia's the must win. Like it's just gonna be every <laughs> no, and that's not gonna they're not gonna win that either. So it's just it, when you look at the schedule, it's like they have to take care of the games. Like next, not next week, but the week after that is Charlotte, then SC State, and like Missouri and Vanderbilt. They have to win all those games. Yeah do anything and we have to take out one of these teams it has to be either yeah. georgia kentucky a&m florida tennessee clemson like they're all top teams and we need to take care of at least one of them i don't know about florida i don't think I don't florida's, think a top florida's team that either. good no i mean they're just top ranked but... right well they i think they got overhyped after that utah game and then like what's his name richardson the quarterback yeah i think he just had like the game of his life yeah, tall. And then they lost so. to Kentucky, so I don't know. Right, at home. Uh, Which, like, you should have seen coming if you knew. Like, Florida going into the season was not supposed to be all that. They weren't even ranked for the Utah game. And then no, all of a sudden, they're number 12. Yeah, like, come on. And they they also, first-year head coach for them, year zero for mm-hmm. them. Uh, yeah, sure. I don't know. So, we're going to get stopped. Back to the Cox. We're going to get stopped next week at 12. So I got to start pregame at 7 a.m., um, and look, I don't know. They're gonna be. F- they should have. It had to win this, and they didn't. So. Sorry. No, I mean it's not. I'm, I whatever. I'm not that impressed. How How do we feel about Rattler? I like him. Okay. I think his offensive line can do him do him a little better. I think the offensive line can definitely do the running backs a little bit better. Yeah. And. I mean, he throws a good ball. He knows where to place it. Uh, and he's not – he hasn't turned the ball over, a, like, a lot. That was his fault. There was a couple, mm-hmm. but it hasn't been a lot of big, like, what are you doing plays. So right. I like him. He's not going to – I don't think he's going to do anything. I mean, he's not going to do anything special. But if he stays another year and gets a better offensive line, he could be he could be something. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're not too down in the dumps. No, I mean, what am I gonna say? Like Arkansas, Arkansas whooped us, and Arkansas is way better than us. So it's like, yeah, they are better. Yeah, it's just like it's just like you, what you were just talking about with all the Big Ten games. Right. Yeah. Like yeah, sure, we're gonna lose them, whatever. That's cool. <laughs> uh, and that's I think the difference with Carolina and Maryland. It's like Carolina knows that they're going to lose. Like so they both both of them know they're gonna lose like all like the big games, but because mm-hmm. it's the South. It doesn't matter. Like I want to see, right. like I want to yeah. watch them play, and I want to watch whoever Tennessee and Florida and Kentucky and A and M. And even if they're killing us, it's like at least I'm watching NFL prospects. Yeah, that's fair. That's how I felt with basketball last year. That's why I was pissed that they didn't play Purdue at home. Yeah, because you want to see all the NBA guys. Oh, right. The I just keep every picture of Gigi Jackson I see. Oh, <laughs> basketball season can't cannot come soon enough. I'm already so excited for basketball. It's funny. I I am too. I'm like real. It's really it's creeping up with my 
even the NBA is creeping up with my love of football. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the uh, you know the the meme of Dwight Schrute and it's Angela just like right standing right next to him. Mm-hmm. That it Angela is the NBA and basketball in general. I mean, for me, it's it's just Maryland basketball. Like I could I could care less about the NBA right now. <laughs> yeah. but, like as soon as that first as soon as tip off hits that first basketball game, I'm not gonna care about their football at all, unless no, they're like eight and two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. that's not gonna happen. No, it's like it never happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it literally is. <laughs> it's like I care so little about Maryland football compared to basketball because you know exactly what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Or it's like basketball. It takes just one good recruiting class and you can be a national champion. Oh, and it takes one buzzer beater and you could be, you could be in storming March the court. Mad, you know, yeah, you storm in the court. So, yeah. um, all right, that does it for my college corner. I got nothing else to say. You got anything? Nope, I'm all out. All right, I think an hour and 20 is pretty much exhausted. That's a, that's a hefty pod. Yeah. Well, uh, see everybody next week. Uh, I'm glad football's back. And I think the NBA team's back next week. I know. Thursday. No. Friday. Right. Get a grip. I know. Losing my mind out here. doing this for like three years. I know. The last second, too. <laughs> God. All right. See everybody Friday.